force is strong in my family. My father has it. I have it. My sister has it. You have that power too. Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys from the past, present, and future. We are coming live from Celebration Anaheim. Joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com. The OT curmudgeon, the we hit everything guy. How's it going? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> it's really weird to see you guys. Tom, I look hey, Tom. left and right, and I see all of the guys that I really prefer to just listen to, but I'm seeing them live. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing. I'm a little tired, but uh, it's been too. a long. This is. Uh, Saturday evening of celebration and it's been a it's been a really fun convention so far but I'm a little I'm a little tired today. Yeah, I think we all are so but we're here. We're here. Also joining us tonight from JediBusiness.com Chris B. Hello Chris. Hello. Thanks for coming guys. Appreciate that. Thank you. From vintage to modern, Bendoms to the Black Series. A new hope to the Force Awakens. I like that one. So. He collects them all. <laughs> Our good friend Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hi, how's it going? Also joining us tonight from from Forlom to Zuckus, or Forlomkis, our uh, our fifth member, Jake. <laughs> so glad Ryan decided to wear pants for this podcast. <laughs> really, you were excited about me. What about Tom here? It's true. I expected Tom to show up without pants. Let's get these four folks a quality, quality show, so let's stay on track here. Uh, for the audience listening at home, there, we are literally in front of a crowd of about 10,000 people. Yeah, 10, so, yeah. thank you all. It was really hard to fill the uh, celebration stage, but we did it. And that's that's not convincing. Is this being sound? This is going to be simulcast on the digital stage, too? <laughs> yes, and I'm sure on the really? sales floor, they're throwing bendums at the screen right now. J.J. <laughs> Abrams is listening um, in and crying. <laughs> For those of you new to the podcast, usually we start out the show with um, 
What have you picked up lately? And uh, I'm not going to change it up tonight. I'm going to start with Chris B. Pick up anything lately? Yes, I picked up a uh, vintage Papu on a cut card. So, hey, I was missing the staff, my original one, so I'm kind of glad I picked that one up. And I found a uh, blue lightsaber for my vintage Obi-Wan last night. So, does it float or sink? I have not had the chance to test it yet. <laughs> it was $6, so that was a good deal. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, I'll go to you next. Uh, what did you pick up uh, during the con? Oh, uh, I picked up several things. I, I hit the Celebration store on Wednesday and got like the Max Rebo that plays Lofty Neck. I had to get that. Um, and the Force Awakens shirt, uh, the Death Star uh, fuzzy dice thing. But one of the coolest things I picked up was last night at the room sales. I got the, uh, the Revenge of the Sith Hasbro... Uh, press kit, which has, you open up the, it's kind of like a book, and you open it up and it switches from an Anakin figure to a Darth Vader figure. It's been something I've really been wanting to get for a while. I saw it at Rancho Obi-Wan last year, and I got a heck of a deal on it last night, and I had to get it. Cool. Cool. And uh, what about you, Jake? I tried picking up a slave Leia, but she wasn't having it, so. <laughs> but so as were you were collectibles... That was collectibles. That was the male slave. <laughs> Did you see the one that was given motorboats? He was well endowed, and he was letting everyone in. It was family show, Jake. Family show. I know. I will... <laughs> Moving on. Um, collectibles. Uh, not too much so far. A couple vintage figures. I upgraded my Han, my loose Han small head. Because the one I have at home is pretty wobbly. And I picked up a couple Luke Jedi Blue Sabers on the cheap. Not as common as I'd like her in my neighborhood. Um, picked up Mark Campbell's autograph this morning. Uh, did, yeah, did, not you, did you take an illegal photo of him, too? This is being recorded. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, so not too much so far. We've been you know, busy seeing the sites and doing interviews and... Yeah, actually, well, we haven't talked about the copious amounts of patches and pins and and flyers and plastic cups and toilet paper and... There know, was toilet you know, paper? I don't know. Oh, man. I, I still want space balls and toilet paper. That's, that's one of my things to get. And Tom, I'll go to you. What'd you pick up? I think I remember picking up uh, a... He's <laughs> over here in the audience. I picked up a uh, I picked up a diecast uh, AFA eighty graded uh, diecast Millennium Falcon, one of the uh, vintage ones. You got an AFA item? Huh? You got an AFA item? Well, you know, it, it looks great and it's going to display nice in the uh, the staircase of doom. So that's I'm happy I picked it up. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, Go ahead. And your staircase of doom is featured in the, uh, the it collector's is in the lounge, collector's right? lounge a little, on a placard yeah. there with a bunch of other collectors. So if you haven't seen my uh, if you haven't seen my uh, uh, pictures of my collection, go over next door. Not now, or maybe you should go now. Take a look, at it. and you'll see my uh, uh, staircase. It's, I'm looking at the floor right now because it's weird to look out because I'm so used to recording and in my house. Stage fright. I know. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. 
Um, I will say, I didn't, yeah, I've picked up, uh, the, there's a new book out, I think we talked about it on our last show, by uh, Mateus Randall, called A New Proof. I picked up one of those two, I forgot, that's right. Yeah, and I, I, I did get that, that book, and it looks really good. Um, just a lot of um, early 2D art for the uh, uh, Star Wars cards, um, vintage Star Wars cards. Yeah, it's really cool, and um, I don't know if there's any left on the floor, but I would suggest getting them. I'm pretty sure it's sold out, man. Um, so this this week, but okay, this week, man. So another thing I picked up was a uh, a Lobot uh, first shot that uh, is from the uh, 2004 version of Lobot. The, uh, the OTC, isn't it? Yeah, OTC. the original trilogy collection Lobot. So that was. Um, I've never picked up a first shot before. I'm, I typically don't collect those kind of things, but Lobot's one of my focus characters, so I did grab it. So, we, I, you can see all these pictures on. Uh, oh, that's right. We don't have show notes. <laughs> uh, we probably we should talk so. about Mattel. We can, but the first thing I actually want to talk about before we before we get into that is uh, a lot. Of, most of us here, except for Tom, collect the modern figures. Um, Tom. All his were stolen, and then he gave up, or something. Right. I was glad that they were stolen. <laughs> now, and he, now he just eats them. <laughs> That's right. So um, Hasbro did not do a panel at Celebration, which is kind of disappointing, but they did have a booth, and they did have some items on display. But I heard the booth was a little disappointing as well. Well, they had the, uh, the life-size Furbaka, we need a picture of oh, oh, yeah. the larger than life size for Vodka. I got my photo with it, and I think Jake did too. We, we need a picture of Tom with that. I am officially referring it to as the fart Vodka. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it farts. They made a toy that farts. I don't know. Um, but, uh, Chris, I'll go to you. What, uh, what new things did you notice at the uh, booth, if anything? Um, the only new thing that I saw was the uh, six-inch scale Ahsoka Tano coming out next year next year um they didn't show anything for fall they didn't show anything for star wars rebels that was new um i had an interview scheduled with them yesterday and they had two team members uh talk to me and uh i had gathered questions for jedi business beforehand and so they answered a bunch of those but they most for the most part they dodged them um i'll be posting all those questions and answers on jedi business over the coming days and uh, I'm sure that we'll have the audio on the Galaxy of Toys podcast right after as well. A um, couple of things that I remember, I, um, I asked him if the ghost was coming from uh, Star Wars Rebels, the spaceship. Um, they said that Mark Boudreau, who's been with Hasbro for 30 plus years, designed the, uh, the vehicle, the Phantom vehicle, specifically so that he could, so it could interact with the ghost vehicle. So I then said, well, when is it going to be released? And they said, well, they can't say, but it's a really, really, really great idea. And I said, how great of an idea is it? <laughs> and I said, it's a really good idea. And uh, I mean, they really hinted strongly that it's coming. Probably not fall 2015, but uh, it looks like 2016 might be the year when we get the ghost. Do you, wow. Do you think all um, non-Force Awakened toys are going to be on hold until 2016? No, um, another question I asked was, where do we need to go to see The Force Awakens toys? Because it was, first it was hinted at that um, New York toy, uh, New York 
Comic-Con in October will be the place to see the new toys for the new movie. Um, but this time they told us that it looks like it's going to be San Diego. All right. So not that long until we see actual toys. Which would make sense because, of course, the rumors are September release date. And you can't wait till New York Comic Con because that drops in October. So San Diego is your only shot, essentially. Right. And then uh, I don't know if you guys picked up the, uh, the program guide for Celebration. Uh, there is an ad from Toys R Us in there where you can enter a contest to win a trip to the Midnight Madness. So there is going to be a Midnight Madness release event for the Force Awakens toys. Did, did you find it odd that they have that contest <clears throat> with no date for the Midnight Madness on it and to win a trip to the New York Times Square store, which they just announced is going to close? Well, it's going to close in 2016 or something. Right? I mean, it just it seemed kind of odd. I don't know. Yeah. So, you know. so there, there's going to be a Midnight Madness. I was down at the Hasbro booth, and I asked the guys there what when the when the midnight madness would be what date and they told me it varies on individual retailers which doesn't sound right because usually there's just a shelf a street date where they all have to follow suit right right but, it shows up with a date on the box but most people are thinking september 4th yeah that's when the aftermath book is supposed to come out from del rey yeah um can everybody hear ryan i'm having a hard time hearing. oh should, you, should you i can? get a little closer okay um tom Will what? you go to the Midnight Madness sale with us? What? Will you just go with us? You don't have to buy anything. We just Are attend you begging with us. Me, yeah, yeah, I think it'd be fun. Maybe. Tom does not stay up till midnight. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tom <laughs> usually goes at eight. The thing is, um, Tom has dinner at three. I saw I, Tom after midnight last night. Guys, I can't do this live. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> uh, right now, I, I actually have to sit up here and look interested. And uh, number two, usually if if I'm in my house, I just go to mute and I take that. <laughs> Really? So when you guys say, yeah, I'll go to Midnight Madness. Just, just, just don't You know in about an hour I'm going to forget it anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so, you know, I'm sure everyone has seen the new trailer for the movie. Um, it was all right. It was all right. No, it was good. Except for that. I like it. Weird, Tom was I gotta, excited except about for that trailer. weird Chewbacca thing in the end. See, I got to tell you guys something. Um, we're going to know what that Tom was. Tom and I, we're sharing a room right now. What he doesn't know is that he actually speaks while he's asleep. <laughs> the day, Look, here we the go. Day, oh, here we go. The day the trailer came out, that night, it's like middle of the night, three o'clock or something, and I wake up and I hear this noise like, no, no, that you know that that Chewbacca didn't look right. <laughs> Worse than I ever imagined. <laughs> no, everything was so, good. Everything was good. It was fun. It's just crash Star Destroyer and all that good stuff. Yeah. You know, I yeah. just saw something. I was I'm not falling it. for it again, though. I, I was showing this to Jason that there was a, you know, the, the Battlefront trailer Garbage. just came out, too. Everybody remembers episode one stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We were all excited. And I guess who, who, who thought episode one was going to be good? Raise your hand out here. Okay, keep your hand raised. Everybody who thought episode one was going to be good. Right? Here I am. Who thought episode one was good after watching it? Raise your hand. I mean, drop your hand. See? Ryan, did you see that? Yeah, I did. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, just saying. What were we talking about? I, 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 well, okay. So in the Battlefront trailer, it was released yesterday for the video game. I haven't watched that yet. I'm sure you haven't. 
there's a, a shot of Boba Fett. I didn't even realize this until it was pointed out online. There's a shot of Boba Fett in it, and uh, I don't know where this data comes from, but it says that the Battle of Jakku takes place a year after Return of the Jedi. And uh, it shows Boba Fett on Jakku with the Star Destroyer that we see in the beginning of the trailer oh. downed behind him. Hmm. And so clearly saying Boba Fett has lived past Return of the Jedi now. Well, that's... Good. Where, where was that? It was on the, in the uh, Battlefront trailer. You know, something that really amazed me about Bo- Boba Fett, I mean, when we were kids, we all, he was mysterious. Yeah. Right? I'm so glad that George Lucas decided to explain Boba Fett and where he came from and everything that he did. He was a sweet little boy. All right. <laughs> Episode seven is going to be fantastic. Let me just say that. Tom's nurse is not here tonight. Usually we call, you know, we push the button. And yeah, we text her and she puts something in his IV. Sedative, please, now. It's going to need to be changed. Okay. What, um, okay, so we're hoping for a midnight madness. Jake, what kind, what kind of toys do you think we're going to get? And in, 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 do you have any speculation on what we might see in September? Don't care. Speculation. Speculation looks like, uh, well, we, of course we know from Hasbro that the Black Series, Tom's mic is now facing away from him. Jason has punished him. Um, speculation, of course, well, it's obvious that the Black Series is going to continue. But Hasbro won't confirm if it's strictly both 6-inch and 3 and 3 quarter. We also know, uh, well, I know from my interview with Hasbro, that I'll be putting up on ForlomDeZuckus.com in the next few days as well, that the packaging for the Saga Legends is changing in the fall. So there's a chance that maybe they're changing that into The Force Awakens. So I would speculate that Force Awakens would get a dedicated 5 POA line with the Black Series continuing with sprinkled-in Force Awakens characters. That would be my guess. Okay. See, I can't mute my mic now and go to sleep. <laughs> I just have to sit here. Push. I just have to sit here and listen to this. I don't know. I can't tell. Um, push we'll point. move on to Mattel. Um, they had uh, Jake. You you were at the Mattel booth. Absolutely. Yeah. What what's going on with Mattel right now? Okay, so Mattel, of course, has a line of Star Wars cars out currently, and they had a show exclusive. It's R two KT, which is the pink droid. Which Did you is, get one? It did, uh, but that was interesting because the first few hours of the show, you can get up to 20, and then it reduced down to 10 after a few hours after people were buying case after case. Then it's five, and I think today was, or yesterday afternoon was three, and I go by today, and it looks like they're already out of stock. So they definitely have come down in their numbers. It's a very popular car. I don't think the line's ever been less than an hour but beyond R2KT, they also feature um, a couple cars that haven't really shown up widely at retail, and that would be the Boba Fett and the Chopper are now available for purchase here at the show. So those are, so I ended up picking up all three of those as well. And in their display case, they had images of the entire line of Star Wars cars so far, plus ones that have yet to hit. So we can expect to see, based on their display case, uh, a battle droid, car, a Kanan, a battle droid, Kanan, Obi-Wan, uh, clean C, uh, C-3PO bus, Wicket, Wicket, 
I think that's it for the loose ones. And then they have a very cool looking Luke Jedi car that only comes in a Death Star playset. And they have an Ezra car that's coming in another playset. So to be a completist on the cars on that line, you are going to need to get into the playsets as well. I'm going to pass on those playsets for sure. Did you see the Luke Jedi car? It's cool. Yeah. Jake, did you see the big die cast that they had in there? They had two. Yeah, they had the X Wing type. Those look good. They look good, oh, but at sixty dollars, they look less good. <laughs> That's true. I was wondering if those were the sixty dollar ones. I, mm-hmm. Chris, have you picked up any of the Hot Wheels cars yet? I picked a couple. Um, I don't really know why, quite honestly. Um, I don't collect them. Um, something for figures. And uh, walked around the toy aisle, and I thought they looked kind of good. You know, I'm not going to collect them all, but. Um, I picked up Vader, and I picked up the uh, the Stormtrooper, so I kind of like those. Yeah. Tom, you gonna get any of those? No. Okay. Um, also, uh, uh, Jack Specific also has a booth here at Celebration. They showed their new 48-inch tall Darth Vader. I believe the retail price is approximately $100. Yes, it's $100. It looks really cool. Uh, I'm not. I'm probably not going to get it, but Ryan, you probably will. Yes, I will get it. Do you think it's the uh, same mold as the uh, the 31-inch uh, Vader that they just? Yeah, it looks the same. It yeah, looks it's just blown, blown up. up. Yeah, so it looks pretty cool. It's about the same size as my Ewok. I actually was able to put my Ewok up next to him the other day. It's it's about the same size. And then they also showed um, a prototype uh, R2D2 for the 31-inch. That looked really good. That, yeah, that actually that good. did yeah. look really cool. Yeah. yeah. And also a prototype Yoda for the 31-inch line. And which it looked, didn't look that good. No, it looked like it was based on the prequel Yoda, which I prefer the wise old Jedi Yoda. Did those look correctly scaled? I, I don't know. Mm. Just, I don't they didn't to me, but... Yeah. They, they, didn't, they didn't look like they're in scale to each other. Yeah, to me at least. And then it looks like they did a redo on the 20-inch Boba Fett. They like tweaked him a little. San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Is that what it is? Is it? Yeah, is so it's going to be the Empire. Is it just the, the Jedi? Is the what is it? Walmart currently has exclusive. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's all they had really. They had Bosk on display. It's the first time I saw Bosk. Well, they showed Bosk at Toy Fair. Yeah, I know. Uh, they had a, a regular Han Solo as well. How far do you think they're going to go with this line? As far as people oh. keep buying them. We were actually just down there, and we talked to the rep there. And it was uh, Copper with a K. Yeah, and uh, they said they're going to do vehicles. Jack Specific is going to be doing vehicles. Um, they have different scales for their figures right now, but the vehicles will be compatible with the uh, the twenty inch figures cow. that they're doing. Yep. Um, I think she said they have seven or nine different vehicles in production. She couldn't tell me which ones they were, which leads us to believe that they're based potentially uh, on The Force Awakens. Probably on that popsicle speeder. Something like Ray. that. I, I would imagine small, like speeder bike sized vehicles. Not like Millennium Falcon size. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's called your car. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had been out, I have been out on the convention floor quite a bit the last few days, and there are a lot of dealers here, way more than Celebration 6 or 5. I hadn't been into any previous celebrations, but I, I, I think, is this the most dealers at any celebration? I think so. Not only is it the most dealers I've seen, there's a lot of vintage on the floor. 
Yeah. Uh, usually, I'm used to seeing like a lot of red card Power of the Force Two, uh, a lot of stuff like that. It's just vintage everywhere. And so Tom, Tom's got to be happy about that at least. This is a good showing for vintage. Uh, pretty unprecedented. I've never seen so many vintage vendors out there. So it's it's awesome. If you're a vintage. Uh, uh, collector uh, prices are a little weird, but uh, anything you can pretty much think of, you you might very well be able to get. So, yeah. I, speaking of prices, I think the prices have doubled on loose vintage figures. Um, at this they, show, at this show, <laughs> at this show, at this show. I know we we have a couple of friends, maybe even Jack, uh, Jake, looking for Yak Face. Yeah, yeah they're and like four hundred. The the vintage yak face just loose is going for three twenty five to four hundred dollars. I haven't seen one price lower than three hundred twenty five. Um, when I was at Celebration Five, I also needed one, and I found a really nice loose one for about one hundred and twenty five dollars. So I'm I'm really surprised at that kind of jump. I don't know if anyone's actually buying them at that amount. They're sitting there. They're just sitting there. Do you think maybe on Sunday they'll start to come down? Because we have, I mean, three local collectors who actually planned on buying a yak face this weekend, and none of them have so far because they just don't want to shell out three hundred plus dollars for one. I actually found a, a retailer on the floor uh, together with Jake who has three Brazilian flicks. Whoa, Classlite. And he had, he had five. He sold two yesterday. Car Good question. Curtis. How much? What did he say? He said... Well, he had different conditions. Different conditions. Um, I think the most expensive one he had was six grand. No, eight. Or eight grand. Eight, but it's AFA. Eighty. Were these cards right. loose? Yeah. AFA loose. Loose, okay. Yeah, they were all loose. Wow. So two were AFA graded. There was one that was looked like it had been partly through a meat grinder, but he was still asking four. Four, four dollars. Four dollars. Okay, that's, yeah, that's better. Four bucks. Four thousand dollars. Wow. I've been kind of keeping my eye out for the vintage sand crawler, and I saw a couple for around three hundred and fifty dollars loose. I know. That, I know Jim kind of high. That Who? seems high. I, don't know. Yeah. I thought. I, saw, I know Jim Gallo had had one. And yeah, had, those are the ones I'm talking about. And, uh, one, one I know was operating. Yeah. Uh, it had the remote and, it, and the sand crawler was working great when I saw it. So I don't know. Is that a good going well, rate for I, a sand crawler? I passed on a, on a loose one for 150 at Celebration Six. Oh wow! So now I'm feeling like I shouldn't have. Maybe I shouldn't have passed on it. Well, it, it, the, the price sounds like the vintage prices are really, really inflated. But so. there are modern. I know, Tom. Now hold your tongue. Hold your tongue. But there are uh, modern pieces out there that are going for insane amounts as well. I'm, I got lazy and I missed uh, the online exclusive vintage collection Ahsoka. So a realistic version of Ahsoka. $12.99 when it came out, $10 when Something it came out online. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, multiple are on the floor this weekend for $125 carded and they're selling. We, you know, you say that, and I, I, I stayed in line. I know you went to a chew yesterday, Jake, the, uh, the Clone Wars deal where they showed the four-episode arc, The Bad Batch. And I really noticed while I was waiting in line how many people are completely excited about Clone Wars and are very passionate about it. 
And I mean, it makes sense, but you know, all of us who grew up with, with the films, it was like, oh, Clone Wars is cool, yeah, it's, it's nice. I, these people, this is Star Wars to them, Clone Wars, and they were so upset that it got canceled. And Ahsoka's like their character. So even though it seems crazy that modern figures 125 doesn't surprise me after hearing that passion from a lot of these people who were like upset that the, the show got canceled, that uh, you know they wanted they wanted to come back, they want more. And it, it's surprising. I, I was actually blown away by the passion of these fans, and it's awesome to see. It is cool, but unfortunately, Ahsoka is not the only one that carries the price from that. The Royal Guard from that line commands about 100 at this show. Jeez, That's crazy. 110? Yeah. Well, I had wanted, I have one carded, and I wanted another one just to have loose, and that's, I'm not going to do that Wasn't now. Amazon Don't. selling those for like 12 bucks for a little while? Exactly. Oh. Well, despite the prices, though, i got to say that compared to Orlando from two years ago, the, uh, the, the showing for modern stuff is fantastic here. The, uh, I was gotta be, gotta be honest, I mean, in Orlando, I was pretty disappointed. I, I felt like they didn't really have a big selection. Versus here, um, it feels like I haven't really seen all the booths yet. And I haven't had the chance to go through all the crates underneath the tables to see if there are any, any figures I might still be needing. So, pretty excited, you know, I think that's uh, a good sign for, for the hobby. Yeah. I think, you know, I know a lot of people say that the modern figures are worthless and you can't give them away or they're worth a dollar a piece. I think that applies for the figures that are like 95 through maybe 2005 or 2007. But it seems to me like figures 2008 through now really have held their value. So it's kind of a turnaround. But we also have distribution on a lot of those lines that really failed. From Hasbro's end, which has driven up the cost, because if Ahsoka and Rebel or uh, Royal Guard were in the stores sitting on Target shelves, we probably wouldn't be seeing them at a hundred now. Right. I think you're also looking in that era, at least 2008 to 2010. We had a ton of figures come out in that time. Uh, Clone Wars plus uh, um, just the the regular film stuff, and then we got in the vintage collection. There was a lot of figures came out through there. Uh, some of those late Clone Wars figures were hard to get. Uh, and so I can kind of understand a little bit of that, why that era seems to be going up a little higher. And then you throw in that, that Toys R Us expanded universe wave that I know I never yeah. saw in stores. but uh, One case per store if your store got it. Yeah, I'm never going to get those. I'm just not going to pay $100. Jaina, Jason, what, Jedi Master Kruk, I think, was in there. Yeah. Uh -huh. Should I just do my space sleeping five seven? cases? <laughs> you found five cases at one store? Well, it sounds like Washington, D.C. area got all of the cases. <laughs> so if you need one, contact Matt Fox at This Week in Star Wars. <laughs> I know I picked those up online, probably about 15 bucks a piece a little later on, but... It's surprising to see how much those are going for now. And Force uh, Force Unleashed figures are the same way. A lot of those are skyrocketing. Almost anything that is not movie-based, which is weird in many cases, but any what's now Saga Legends seems to skyrocket. Yeah, I saw a couple actually walking over here. We saw people trade. Who were we talking to? We're, I think Chris and I were on the floor. Um, we saw someone with a Jaina. Did you see that? No. I just made it. I, said, I saw one. I just saw I saw one. I saw one for sale for $100. Wow. I didn't see a price tag on it. Someone had actually just bought it, but I yeah. didn't accost them for the price. What about as far as for figures that are currently shipping? I think like the um, the Saga Legends Sabine 2-pack uh, 
I haven't seen one example of that on the floor. Oh, oh, I have. Chris and I passed it on the way up here. Yeah, it did. Actually, um, saw them a couple days ago for the first time. They're still hanging there today. How much is that selling for? I saw it for like twenty bucks. Actually, really? I saw, no, I saw it with a bunch of them for twenty bucks. What about the uh, the hot set with the the Luke Skywalker and the Han Solo with the properly colored blue coat? That properly. one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's see a show here. They're not Let's even play a game. Let's they're play not even game. pretending it's brown anymore. This is Tom's God. favorite game. Wait, this is my favorite game. game. Everybody, everybody <laughs> who would listens, you rather, would Tom rather would you die rather? of all of you folks who've listened. You two folks out there who they're actually listen to the show. Actually, they just came in here because they wanted to sit down for a second. No, remember, Tom, we can't edit this out. We're live. No, right, right. Okay, so I'm not editing this, so forget what you know about the vintage figure. It's obviously blue. We're talking about screen, what you see on screen, okay? Show of hands, one more time. We can't see this, this is radio. This is a podcast, you can't see this. fantastic for podcasts. Let's do an applause then. Show of hands doesn't work because that's stupid. Show of, uh, show of applause. Let's do, uh, let's hear some applause. For what you see on screen is Hans Hothcoat Blue. Now brown. That sounds exactly identical to me. What? Wait, 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 wait. If, if we're gonna Tom do this, Tom, if we're gonna do this, Tom, here's you're, the you're, thing. You're how, how many? You. How many people think the do back? Uh, yeah. If yeah. there's. <laughs> The Dubak yeah. saddle does it show legs on the saddle? Uh, everybody applaud if you think the Dubak saddle shows legs on it. The vintage Dubak. Vin oh, oh wow, that's, that's uh, how many people well, think this does, does not show legs on it? Tom, Tom, did you pay these people? I'm just they they know that I'm right. All right. We uh, all everyone here we're we're from the Seattle area and we are very fortunate to live next. Uh, close to a um, very prolific collector, Gus Lopez. Um, he actually has the maquette for the Han Solo in Hoth gear on his Tauntaun. The, ja the jacket's definitely painted blue. I'm talking and about the actor. I'm talking about the Harrison Ford. To match the film. I'm talking about Harrison Ford's <laughs> coat. What <laughs> color coat does he wear? Not the maquette. What did you think of Harrison Ford's coat on the Force Awakens trailer? I wasn't paying attention. I thought it looked kind of Indiana Jones-ish, actually. That's what I thought, too. It looked kind of brown leather. looked like one of those Carhartt kind of worker's coats, really. Hopefully they... Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Um, brown, too, by the way. Disney? Disney. 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 What's going on with Disney? Jake knows all about Disney. We got the scoops today. We got the scoops on Disney. So Disney's got, count them, one... Two, three uh, 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 Astromech exclusives coming in the next few months. So, and this, of course, we spoke in depth with uh, the Devin. 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 Um, she's working the Disney booth downstairs. She seems like she's the big wig because they called her over to help ask, answer our questions. And the first one we know, because it's been out for a week or two, we're getting, uh, or actually longer than that, 
We're getting R2D60, and that's going to be for Disneyland's Diamond Jubilee. That's only going to be exclusive to Disney. That will come out in May when that event starts. The next one that they have, they debuted today or this week at this weekend at the show in their panel is a holographic R2-D2. Now that one is exclusive to Disney Weekends, which is always begins in May. So that's the second one. And of course we talked about, okay, for those not attending Disney Weekends, what's the probability this will go up in, you know, online or in stores or whatnot. And she says that is purely exclusive to the event. So if you don't get it, you know, she's not her words. It looks like you'll be looking to eBay. And the third one, which they don't have pictures of on uh, the show floor today, they don't have copies of, it is the R4D20. And that's going to be a droid that's exclusive to Disney's biannual convention, D20, which comes out, I don't even know what month it typically is. I think it's summertime. August, I think. So now, August? I think so. Okay, so you have three there. Uh, the unique thing about these, these are all carded, these are all packaged and sealed on card. They are the Build-A-Mold, uh, Build-A-Droid mold, but they are not the same Build-A-Droid we got last time. Because what they've done is Disney really likes the Build-A-Mold, a Build-A-Droid concept, so they purchased the name from Hasbro to exclusively have it. So these here are going to be a new Disney created, not a Hasbro copied mold. Now they're meant to be compatible with the previous Build-A-Droid parts, but they are Disney sculpted and created. Now that's part of the news. Chris, you wanna do the rest about the parks? Um, the parts? The, the parts, yeah. Um, well, if you remember that you can go to a Disney park and you can build those droids. The problems they had apparently was with the legs. They could not find the right leg, they could not find the left leg. Um, it was a big time delay for the, uh, the cast members. So what they've done is they remolded the legs and both legs are now identical. So now all they have to do is they just put out one leg and you can attach that one leg on both sides of the droid. Not movie accurate. Um, the legs will have the cables, the little astromech cables on the front and the back. Um, so there's a little change here for us. Oh, and we're, we have, so during this show across the street in Disneyland, they've debuted about 10 or 11. And I have a picture of that. I'll throw it up on the Facebook page. Uh, but they, they said that more is coming during Disney weekends. How many? Nine domes. Nine domes. So nine domes today. And then more are coming during Star Wars weekend. So the last time we had 25 some domes. So that's not the last time we had 25 domes, but we only had a certain amount of body parts. So it kind of felt like you would build your droid and you would basically then just pay extra to get the extra dome that you're missing. Now, the good thing is this time it looks like they made all the parts unique. So it feels like you're actually buying a new droid and four new hats as well. Do you guys, as uh, collectors, feel compelled to get all of these to stay as, to stay complete with the three and three quarter inch line, even though it's not technically a Hasbro line? Yes. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Chris? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, this bit starts to 
<laughs> Tom's eyes have exceeded the amount that they can roll back in his head. I literally am sitting up here. There's nothing I can physically do to, to show that I am less interested. Tom, is it, time, is it time for a round of Would You Rather? No, I'm gonna, no, you don't know how much. That's show. usually yes. edit out. Edit you do not know how vicious Tom comes in his uh, off-screen edits that we have. Tom says a lot of inappropriate things that I the am Debbie, constantly editing out of the show. That I would fear for Tom's safety should these be published someday. Yeah, it's we'll do a best of sometime <laughs> or the worst of. <laughs> Last show, everybody. Good night. Yeah. Um, okay, and then you know, usually we on the show we always kind of talk about maybe maybe besides just the toys, but the latest news and the latest news really is the trailer, as far as I'm concerned. Right. I'm gonna run through everybody's thoughts on the trailer before we wrap it up. Jake, what did you think? And, and tell us about like how you actually saw it, like what your experience was. I flew in Wednesday night. I had to work, school teaching. And after I got done teaching them damn kids, I got on a plane, I came here, and I was all about going to bed. Until all these guys were, they'd, they'd been here earlier, and so they were already on, tuckered out at 11 o'clock. But my buddy John and I, we came in at about 11, and we started you know, asking around, oh, what's been going on? They're like, nothing, nothing. I mean, people are lining up. And we're like, oh, well, you know, we're, we've been sitting on a plane. Let's go check it out. So we walk down there, and we start to see... You know, the buzz, as you get closer and closer to the, the convention center, you you just start to feel the energy. And all of a sudden, well, let's just go look down in the hallway. And then, yes, of course, you would have it be 12 hours later, I am still standing in that darn hall E. So, yes, I stayed up all night. I slept, or I didn't even sleep, but I laid and stood on a very cold, desolate, refugee-looking, concrete-floored hall to make it into the panel and between Aww. the hours between the hours of about five and ten I questioned my sanity so cute. over and over. But by the time I got into the main arena, uh, it was it all evaporated. The last ten hours of waiting in line was amazing. And there wasn't it wasn't all bad waiting in line because ten, I think, ten hours. Ten hours. Okay. <laughs> but what I did is uh, no, what what happened, not what I did. But there was some fun developments because around midnight, Kathleen Kennedy, as we know from people who watch the simulcast, uh, her and JJ had about 300 pizzas delivered and they drew Boba Fett on the top box. And apparently the story is, you know, they called right before closing, uh, like 10 minutes before closing and then delivered a bunch down there. But not only on top of that, uh, James Arnold Taylor came down about 1.30, which is impressive because I think he's working this con. He's a host on uh, some stage, I believe, and so he came down and glad-handed and did voices for a bunch of people. Uh, shockingly enough, and I didn't get to see him because this room was ginormous, thousands of people, but Ahmed Best was lurking around, and I know that's a really shame to Tom that he missed out on that experience. Oh, Ahmed Best is here? I didn't know this. Yes, um, for those at home who... Is he here? <laughs> Is Ahmed Best is not here in this room right now? That would be Jar Jar Binks. Um, and then also the cool one was uh, John Morton. Dak came down and said hi to fans. So we had some fun time down there. But going back to your question, the panel in the main room, I mean, 
Chris had the best seat of all of us, but uh, I wasn't too far back in the arena, and it was just, it was epic. The energy in there was so cool, and when those X-Wings and, and Million Falcons start strafing, that room sound system just rumbled your seat and your heart and your emotions, and I was also deliriously tired, so I was probably a little more emotional than I should have been. <laughs> you probably saw things that weren't actually there. And, um, yeah, Mara Jade was great in that trailer. <laughs> ten hours, everybody. Who waited in line for that uh, for ten hours? Uh, ten hours, one, really? Two. Wow, you guys are hardcore. Uh, people, okay. Ryan, did, you didn't wait in line, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't wait in line. Uh, we we had put not, put out a call or, uh, a couple days before. Sorry, I don't like to get this close. A um, couple days before the show, we we looked at that we they were going to do the simulcast in the collectors panel room. And put out to see if we could get some volunteers for it. And so I'm already working in that. We were like, well, we can work it and get to watch the whole thing ourselves. So we decided to go ahead and do that. And so we're running it, and we're getting up close to when everything's supposed to start. We really don't have anybody in the room. And they pretty much filled up all the other rooms and didn't really send anybody to our room. So most of the collector's panel room was full of the volunteers. And we got to watch it in there. And, you know, they went through and introduced us to all the new actors that, that were in there, and I was getting excited. I'm listening to these people. I'm like, this is cool. It showed some, you know, more costume uh, work of them. And then they brought out the original cast. It's like, oh, yeah, these people are in it. Oh, this is cool. Oh, I'm excited. And then they showed us the trailer, of course. And, and that trailer is fantastic. I know most of us, as we've seen it now, the, when you first open it and you just see the, the desert planet Jakku, as we now know, um, it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. It's a similar opening to what we saw in the previous teaser. And then we realize it's a Star Destroyer in the background crashed in the sand. Like, Whoa, that that's that's cool. And you start to see all those elements from the original trilogy that we that we love. And I'm really getting into it. I'm getting into seeing all these new characters. This is cool. And then Han and Chewie show up at the end. I was like, oh yeah, they're in this too. And it was really exciting. It gave me chills. Uh, it was really fun to see. I was not in the, the live theater like Jake here, but even just with uh, you know a couple dozen of my friends in the, the collector's panel room, it was awesome to see. Uh, and I am really excited about this movie. And uh, Jedi Knight, Crisby, you actually just, you had the uh, Jedi Knight pass, right? Yeah, so I got, got lucky. Going. What were your, uh, I know you were really hoping to see Luke Skywalker. I think you talked to me about that. Yeah, we still haven't seen Luke. But, but did but, we see Luke? Well, well, maybe. Not more yet. So. What, uh, what, are your, uh, what were your initial thoughts of the trailer? Were you happy with it? Oh yeah, I was extremely, extremely happy with it. Especially if, if you follow the panel, and you saw the amount of love they put into this, especially when it comes to BB-8. I mean, practical droid. This thing is rolling around on stage, literally only a few feet away from us, and nobody can figure out how this thing works, right? So absolutely amazing. And then having the cast come out, um, talking about their experience and, and what's, what it means to them to be in the movie, um, was just fantastic, and then seeing Mark and Carrie on stage, and they're—I mean—they're both tearing up. Um, they were—you could tell—they were overwhelmed by you know the response and the love that they got back from from the crowd there. And then watching the trailer uh, right after, um, you know, you focus on the speeder, and you follow that speeder, and then you, you realize oh, there's a Star Destroyer in the background, right? Um, it was just mind blowing. I—I thought it looked really, really good. I'm really excited for it, so um, I thought it was amazing. Tom, you're the, definitely the most cynical of, of any of us. 
and the planet. What were your thoughts of the trailer? I uh, was on the floor, the show floor. Uh, I had uh, got an exhibitor badge, so I was just kind of walking around, checking things out before things got crazy. And I happened across the uh, Lego stage that has the big, uh, large monitors up close, uh, up up top there, and. Um, they started showing me uh, presentations, so I thought I'd just camp out there and check things out. Got a little frustrating because the audio would keep cutting out on the floor. I don't know, you, you guys probably didn't have any problems, but the Lego stage <clears throat> had all kinds of problems with audio. So a lot of things that were said I missed, and every uh, everybody else there didn't get the full experience. but. Thank gosh the uh, the trailer audio did not cut out and uh, it was it was awesome. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sold on it yet because Chewbacca looked like uh, I don't know what that was. He has Botox done. <laughs> uh, his eyes did Han look a little tired. Yeah. Han looked great. Everybody yeah. looked great. Everything yeah. looked great. Let's get a good story and. Uh, Let's just hope for the best because, listen, everybody, I've, I've been through this already. 99, <laughs> we were all there. I don't want to go through the story again, but it looks good. Boy, I hope this is going to be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, Jason and I were talking earlier. We have a constant Facebook um, conversation going between the five of us all the time. And during this, I went back to see what, what the reactions were, and Tom's was in capital letters. Here we go. Awesome, with four exclamation points. For the most cynical person, we need you to screen cap that. I typed that before Chewy came on the screen. I, I can't screen cap that because of what you said after that, Jake. Let's put that in a time vault. It was awesome. It. it was awesome. OMFG, right? Is that what I said? What did What's I say? That? No, you just said oh, is it after you as uh, Jake. Uh, you know, f yeah, awesome. That yeah, okay. So okay, yeah. I uh, saw it from the digital stage. I waited about two and a half hours to get the bracelet to get in. I think the digital stage was a, a, a great way to watch it. I'm really glad they put it there. The sound was great. The, it was very easy to see everything that was going on. I was kind of teary-eyed through the whole thing. I was just um, like, my childhood heroes are coming back. And it's it was really, it's really emotional for me. I didn't really get that emotional about the fan. Even though I was very excited for the Phantom Menace, it wasn't, emotion, it wasn't that emotional for me. But I feel like we're picking up kind of where I left off when I was 10 years old. And like I almost feel like ten again because I'm so excited to see how this story plays out. Um, Luke, Han, Leia, Chewie, R2, three PO. No Lando though. That's kind of a disappointment. I think Lando will be in Episode Eight. I think uh, he will be back. Let's hope so. I, I think the biggest thing we can all agree on is unlike Phantom Menace, when that trailer hit, you know, I was like, oh, this is Star Wars. This looks very different. This looks like Star Wars, mm -hmm. right? This looks like the Star Wars we grew up with in our childhood. We saw all the familiar things, stormtroopers, TIE fighters, X-Wings. It looks more like Star Wars. There were some shots in there that kind of echoed the, the whole yeah. following the camera. and the, You were just ready to hear that, you know, that new... Typical sound effect for action movies, you know, the wong, right? <laughs> wong. When the Millennium Falcon is going through the, uh, the the tunnel there, so I hope they don't use that in the soundtrack because 
Now, Williams that is still terrible. Right as far as I know, Williams has never done dumb stuff. Thank and gosh. And I've seen Star Wars toys buried in the sand halfway before in the in this sandbox when I was a kid. So <laughs> <laughs> I like I was I thought it would look awesome. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think that is going to wrap up our show. We're going to be heading to the. Uh, there's going to be a um, collector's swap, swap meet uh, across the hall uh, in about five minutes, maybe. So we most of us will be heading that way. Hey, hey Jason, did you want to do like maybe a quick Q and A with our audience if they wanted to ask any questions of us? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Maybe ask any questions. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, Force Awakens, the six-inch scale figures that leaked like a few months ago? And what are your thoughts on that? Oh, Especially Tom. Like six months ago. Yeah. Like the four, the prototypes, yeah, the Kylo, the BB-8, the Chewbacca. Is there one more? Oh yeah, Finn. Which, speaking yeah. of which, some of us think that that uh, six-inch black series box down on the floor at Hasbro is actually Force Awakens. And the picture, if you look at, it, is very similar to the picture of Chewbacca we saw in the trailer. With the red. Yeah, so with the the red back yeah. background, yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Jake. Uh, what's the, well? He wants Tom's opinion. Okay, okay, yeah. Tom, Tom, what's Tom, Tom, do you, you remember? This is six months ago. <laughs> Did you see Tom? Doesn't remember what he loved. Of course, the Lincoln's figures from six months ago. What? What's your name? Matt. Matt, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm, quite honestly, yeah. I'm surprised a lot more photos haven't leaked. I mean, everyone has a no a cell phone. There is there what? is some. Massive Disney NDA non-disclosure agreement that comes with um, castration because these companies won't even say the name. Yes, there's a right. movie coming. They won't even say it. Hasbro in the interview wouldn't say it. Mattel wouldn't say it. Jack Specific wouldn't say it. Marvel wouldn't say it. I mean, it, there's something. There, it's like it's like friggin' yeah, Harry Potter villain. It's weird situation it's, here. Yeah, the security is, is bizarre, even when it comes to the toys. I mean, the, uh, the Hasbro interview that we did uh, yesterday, what are we going to talk about? They're not going to show anything. They're not going to answer any questions for 2015 fall. So you ask questions about Star Wars Rebels. They're still not talking. Um, so we have what we have is we have a couple of leaked retailer lists. They kind of give us hints of what's to come. Um, but yeah, security is pretty tight. And the, the, the picture that you refer to, those look fantastic. Yeah. Great looking figures. Yeah. I mean, the paint is going to make the difference, right? But yeah. articulation look great. Um, they look like the characters. Oh, one thing, if you're a six inch collector, one thing I got out of my interview with Hasbro was that the Ahsoka that's on display, debuted here at the con, is a realistic version of her image in Rebels and more realistic six-inch Rebels are coming. Interesting. Any more questions? Any other questions? Yes. Uh, do you guys know anything else about what the next six-inch Walgreens exclusive is? Is that confirmed to be the Emperor? Or is... I, there, there is an exclusive. I haven't heard anything about what it just is. Rumors. They speculate just it's rumors. going to be Emperor with Lightning. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah just rumors. Were the Walgreens exclusives easy for you to find when they came out? Yeah, they were for us too. Oh, not at first. Not at first. They did a good job. And Jay, you don't have one? I found one. I found them not at first. Took a while. And then the second, the second wave, they were. I think it was like two or three months after they came out when I finally found them. And they didn't. You know, I I figured if it was a Walgreens exclusive, they'd hike up the price, but they didn't. Like it was just the price, like the normal tip. Go ahead. There's been a premium figure from Kenner or Hasbro ever since the Empire Strikes 
Matt, do you think there's anything coming, or is, where are we? Is that ship sailed? I, I can answer that. I go for it. No, no, there's nothing. Yeah, I would think they would have announced it here if there was going to be. No. They, they, they. Hasbro admitted that it, this was a unusual year, and plus, also the timing doesn't work. I mean, we we all saw the the panel for the trailer. Kathleen Candy said it was only three years, almost to the day, when she got hired. So we're talking about a change of the guard here for not just Hasbro, not just collecting, but like the entire franchise is being handled completely different. George, we know, was you know a little more open about what he was doing. Well, heck, for episode what two, he put a webcam on the set. You know, 97, we already had images and sets and we knew figures were coming in 97 before the movie hit in 99. This is, this is a whole new beast. You have all new people in control and they, I think, are they're learning. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what they learn and how they treat the property, which we're going to know a lot more about tomorrow, Rogue One. I flew down with a Lucasfilm employee, not... I wasn't with him, but he happened to be on my airplane from Seattle to the Anaheim here. And I started picking his ear. I wasn't trying to scoop him, but I said, hey, listen, internally, are you guys talking about Rogue One? Or do you guys discuss it? Are you guys making it? I mean, because we have three things. We have a director, we have a name, and we have a cast member. And this is a movie we're going to have in almost a year. So what's the story? And he goes, oh, yeah, I know all about it. I'm like, okay, I'm just making sure. And he goes, you definitely want to make sure to attend that Gareth Edwards and Josh Trank panel tomorrow. You're going to want to know more. No, no, Matt Fox and I are doing Matt a panel Fox at that time. Only oh. attend if you can't get into the... That's uh, true. Judging by my size panel. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a movie. You'll see it in a year and a half. And um, if anybody, you know, doesn't find that interesting, I will be at the Cocos up the street <laughs> eating pancakes. So you guys are all welcome. You're all welcome to come. Yeah. Bigger round of applause than uh, than what you just said, there, JP. All right, we are. I see where my audience is. We are. I love you guys. Uh, I really want to thank everyone for attending our live uh, podcast. First one, probably the last one. Well, they uh, kicked us out. I hope so. <laughs> um, I also want to thank my co-hosts from IGrewUpStarWars.com, the OT curmudgeon, Tom. Thanks, everybody. From JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming out. From Star Wars Collectibles, Cosmos, Ryan Bizey. Hi. <laughs> And from, from PoorLamsLuggies.com, Jake. Thanks, thank Jake. you, thank you. Once again, my name is Jason. Thank you for attending our podcast. Everybody with me. Yeah. Good night, but, but not, not goodbye. goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend, the nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.